Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It's your main man, a.k.a. Crazy Crockett, a.k.a. Andre. Andre's podcast, Crazy Dre Podcast show. Thank you, Spotify. Thank you for Apple Podcasts for having my podcast on your uh, on your uh, uh, platform. Today, folks, we have my buddy Sean again. We're going to talk about sports because that's one of those things that we have in common, and it's really hot season for sports season. NCAA basketball, NBA, second part of the season. We'll talk about a little bit about baseball, maybe if if, if we have time. What's up, Sean? What's going on, man? Oh, uh, heck yeah! Great to be here once again. It's a lovely February twenty second or twenty first, actually. I'm glad it's not snowing, but I know life what? is good. I tell you what, I've never seen a man look so sharp in that white Michigan State suit. I'm pretty sure people think he. Uh, he coaches or play for Michigan State. Or I look that good. Actually, you know what, folks? He probably was just the water boy Ooh. for the state guys. But saying that, saying that, well, we're going to talk about the NBA because the NBA is back. We already talked about my main man from the 76ers winning the slam dunk contest, the white boy, white thunder, white chocolate, whatever you want to call this guy. Texas Tech, formerly, and Georgetown. And his name was Mr. McClung. 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 Great, great slam dunk contest. Do I think he saved that slam dunk contest? I think, personally, he saved the whole weekend for the NBA because the NBA All-Star game rotary just sucks. Yeah, and LeBron didn't do anything good. I mean, they lost. Tatum was the uh, MVP. Put on a clue. Yeah, put on a show. See? So... Speaking of LeBron's old teammate, we're going to talk about Kevin Love. And Kevin Love is now with uh, Miami Heat. But the unique thing about Kevin Love is at the end of this year, the Cleveland Cavaliers are going to retire his number. I think it's pretty classy for a guy that's stuck around that team forever. LeBron, take hint, hint. Stick to your team, though. But, but how many – did he have more years in Cleveland or did he have more in Minnesota? Or is it about the same? Because remember, he was drafted by the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah, but he was there forever. I mean, he was there before LeBron showed up, after LeBron showed up, before, after. Uh, every, Stuck I mean, through the crappy seasons. You're right. Yes, yes. So do I think that Love is maybe out of his time zone, warped, just not that quick enough? Yeah. I think this is a good, maybe, I don't know what he's going to do in Miami. Maybe he's coming off the bench. He could be a role player. Remember Juwan Howard. Yeah, that's they, And how ironic is it? Kevin Love to Miami. Jawan Howard was in Miami for a long time coming off that bench and being an assistant coach. Yeah, Maybe so you cool. watch out for the Miami Heat. They could be a sleeper in the East or behind the Bucks in uh, the Sixers. Yeah, could that, be a three. Well, I mean, you, you got Michael. What's, what's the shooting guard for the Miami Heat? God, he played with the 76ers. He played with. You're talking about my. Yeah, yeah, he's playing there right now. Oh, I can't. Michael Jordan's not a legitimate child. Oh, Butler. Butler. That's what you're talking about, yeah. Jimmy Butler. Yeah, he's, he's still hot, I think. Isn't he still hot? Yeah. I don't know. I, I still got the guy from Indiana, uh, University, Olin Depot, but he just keeps getting injured all the time. Well, that's the thing about the NBA. There is a statistic out there that says that NBA players who are sitting out more in the last 5, 10 years are getting hurt a lot more than that. The because they're sitting? Said because they're not using the muscles and they're relaxing too much when they had to play every day, every night. 
They so had to be a high alert. So before we start talking about more in the NBA, and I've told you this in previous times that we've talked about that, how many times have I told you if I'm bringing, I don't have any kids, but if I'm bringing my nephew or if I'm a dad and I'm bringing a kid to the game, right? It's the only game that I can afford, right? And LeBron yes. sits or anybody sits. Guess who finally came out? And I have a lot of respect for him. He's a former Georgia Bulldog. Anthony Edwards from the Minnesota Timberwolves says, stop sitting, play the freaking game. You know, you got middle class. You got the also the poor, the poorest. I'm not doing, I mean, it's just a social class. Sometimes the even the middle class, just fathers can only get away once in a while. And then if you go to the poorest or the poor, they can only afford one game, and you got these, excuse the French, assholes sitting after they've dropped over 150 per ticket, $300, probably all they can afford to get to see their kid and see the guy that they really, truly love, has his jersey on. Thank you for finally saying something, Anthony Edwards. Yeah, I think, I think, I think Charles Barkley is one of the first guys that says something on TNT. Yeah, not too, not too. Like, like. It is, I mean, it's ironic because Charles Barkley, over 25 years ago, said he's not a role model to anybody. And now he's kind of in that position where he has to be kind of spokesperson to the NBA because he works for TNT, and TNT pays him to do the, all the sidekicks of the NBA stuff before the game, after the game, pre-anything. So it's ironic for someone like Charles Barkley to say stuff about any of these athletes, any of these NBA players kind of being soft about everything and why they don't play. Look, if you don't want to play basketball, then you should have stayed in college for an eight-year program to get your master's in philosophy or become a lawyer or judge or whatever you want to do. But if you're going to be on the front page news for sports and the kids are going to follow you, then you should understand that at one point in your life, you were that you were that kid I looked up to Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. And Kobe Bryant, as much as I really don't like Kobe, I know he's passed away and he died and people say it's cheap to talk about someone who's passed away, they can't defend themselves. But even Kobe understood that when he didn't want to play, he was still playing because that, that was his job. You only play 82 games a year and then you take six months off. Think about that. And you get to do something that's very enjoyable to you. And when you retire in your mid-30s, you, you're going to look back and say, I had a pretty good life as an NBA player. I may not have been LeBron James. I may not have been Michael Jordan. But you had a pretty good life. So back to the NBA. It starts uh, tonight, a.k.a. Thursday. Uh, there's going to be nine games tonight. Uh, we're really only going to touch on about three or four. I mean, they got the Cavs and the Nuggets, which both of them are playoff teams. And all those, all those trades that happen uh, now, the Mike Cooley's not there anymore. Uh, you got a lot of these guys are going to become role players. A new system. I and De- Denver got and brought back, brought home Reggie Jackson, which was a Colorado native. So I think he's going to be good coming off the bench. Yeah, I like Reggie Jackson. When he, and when, we'll talk about Detroit in a second, but when he was in Detroit, I mean, I don't think they played him that well. I just think that they kind of had him in and out, and some people got hurt, and then they put him back in. And I just think the, one of the biggest problems in the NBA is, like, they have a lot of the same type of shooters, but not enough 
people that can actually gain experience. So when someone isn't playing every night, they're going to be rusty. Well, Detroit yeah. hasn't done anything good since uh, the 2002 through 2006 seasons, right? Yeah, with... Uh, been irrelevant. With Wallace and... and Chauncey and... Chauncey and... The other... And Hamilton, Rick Hamilton. But, all right, let's talk about uh, some of these Sixers and, the, and uh, I think, Grizzly. Yeah. So, so, we're actually trying to think about if we're going to try to pick some of these Sixers to make it into the NBA Finals. I mean, we thought that it's either, right now I'm thinking either Philly, Milwaukee, or the Clippers, but now that Giannis is injured, who knows? And I mean, then, I mean as much as I like Harden, sometimes Harden's a cancer too. Yeah, well, I think Harden is a great player. I think he's a very lazy player. When I mean lazy, like if he knows that this game or that game or whatever game they're in doesn't really matter in their in their conference, he's not going to put two cents into it. I now, I like Harden, but how many times does he travel per game? Well, he walk. I mean, the whole NBA is know, a bunch of walking, so it I doesn't know. really matter. I mean, I you watch LeBron. <laughs> LeBron, you can give him a. I think we should just put LeBron <laughs> on figure skates and let him figure skate through the whole effing ice rink and just say, hey, do you want to play for the, the L.A. Kings? You don't have to dribble. You just have to skate on, your, on skates. Look, I think, I, think, I think Philly wins that game because it's at home, but Memphis has a really good team, and I really like Jay, Jay Morant. You know, they got a couple of my former Spartans. But because it's a home game, Sixers win that game. And then let's go to the Warriors and the Lakers, the Jokely Lakers. Every damn ESPN broadcaster still talks about the Lakers making their playoffs. Why are we talking about the cancer of all cancers, LeBron James? They're two games out right now. With only 23, to 20, 23 games left, we all know, who, know whose number is 23. The greatest player of all time, Michael Jordan. So, as you can tell, uh, my buddy Sean is having a relapse moment of the glory days of the Bulls. Like, you must remember, Sean really doesn't like any of, of, the, of the home teams besides Michigan State. He likes Dallas Cowboys, mm. don't like the Lions. He likes Michael Jordan. I like the Pistons. I don't even think he likes. I don't. What? Do you I don't have anything against the Detroit Red Wings, but I didn't follow hockey back then, so I'm more of a Minnesota Wild fan. Yeah, and 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 he's a White Sox fan. For God's sake, what is wrong with you? Well, you just got to go with your heart. Yeah, your heart's pretty. Weird. <laughs> it might be a dark chocolate heart, right? Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. And then let's talk. But so the question is, since that's a home game, do the Lakers start off the all-star break with a W? Curry's questionable. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I mean, come on. I mean, did the Lakers get anybody really to replace all the other players that they got? Well, they did. Well, they traded a lot of players away. And they're still looking at John Wall. But, I mean, yeah, I just, I just so Curry, as of February 15th, is out with a lower leg injury. That's the last update that I have on that. Um, but we're going to be on seven days. Could he be better? Maybe. You got Wiggins on a day-to-day. You got Gary Payton out as of the 13th, but Gary Payton wasn't injured. 
Andre Goladala, that's just who the hell knows. <laughs> you know. No, I just I just think that Laker team is just not built to win. They're just trying to fill in blank spots. I just think they're a team that's just trying to fill spots like they did with uh Malone and Payne and the Kobe that team that the Pistons beat in 2004. So, so they're just trying to fill in spots that doesn't make sense. I mean, Davis is in. I mean, playing right now, right? For the Lakers. Mm, he's well, all, he's always hurt. He's always hurt. But here's a kicker I didn't watch because I didn't watch the NBA All-Star game because it's a joke. And I just saw it on the stats. But I guess uh, LeBron actually got hurt in that game. Or he says he got hurt. Let's just put it that way. It's the most important game of his career, he says. So he has a hand injury as of Sunday. So he's day-to-day, and he's probably questionable for thir- tonight. Tonight, yeah. AKA tonight, Thursday. And if LeBron doesn't play, Warriors win. If LeBron plays, Lakers win. That's what I would Pretend say. Pretend Steph plays. If Steph plays, I think the Steph will. Okay, good the point. Warriors will win either way. Good point. If Steph doesn't play, it can go. It depends on who if LeBron plays or not. That's what I. And really they could do. still lose LeBron, but I would yeah. say. And then let's talk about my main man, Trailblazers. Mr. Three Point Contest. Rip City, the Dame, Damian Lillard. You know what I really think? About, I like that kid. But you know what I really think? What's so stupid about the NBA right now? All these teams. Don't you think the Lakers should have really traded for him? Or any team out there? I mean, he's never going to win a championship in Portland. Literally, <laughs> it is Portland. You know how dirt poor Portland is right now? It is like Nirvana into an extreme. So are we going to bash on the city right now? Which I, I don't blame you. You're allowed to get. You could go to. You could go to Portland. You could go to the lovely yeah. state of Oregon and could get away with murder and probably not have to sit in a jail. You are correct. Yeah, I mean, it's just like I really feel like Lillard is like the Kevin Garnett of his generation. He is wasting but- a lot of his precious time in his in the place I, where he likes the city and the people love him but he's never going to win but that's he, why i give him credit he's going to stay there he he's loyal right you like you like him you're not going to diss this guy i love, I love this guy I love he's team. going out there putting up you know he might only put up 25 or 30 his team wins he puts him on the back and scores 63 they freaking win but they can't get past. I don't think they've even been to a Western Conference Finals. They might have made it to the second round. No, and how the hell are they going to be Phoenix Suns if they even go up to against them? They have talent. Anthony Sims is, you know, a young player. I know he's hurt again. Since and if after this, we're getting to the Pistons. I think or very soon. Jeremy Grant, he's a good player, but yeah. he's day to day, he's day to day. Yeah. I mean, I don't even want to talk about Justice Winslow because I don't <laughs> like Duke, but. Well, you have to. Jusev Nurzik is a decent center. He really is. He puts doubles and doubles. So they have talent. But they are a team that's under 500. Yeah, and they, they might just, not make the playoffs. Yeah, they, I just think, I think if I was littered, I would thank the city of Portland and really try to negotiate a contract to maybe hop the train with Phoenix. And I think that would be a great place for that whole team. I mean, Phoenix... He could be a shooting guard and the uh, Booker was – no, not Booker. Uh, They'd have to probably trade somebody, right, because Chris Paul would either retire 
But how can Phoenix can't afford Lillard if they're going to have Durant and still have Paul one more year and you're still paying DeAndre Aiden? They're not going to be able to afford Lillard. No, but yeah, I don't know. He I would mean, have to take a pay cut probably. Yeah, I mean. But it but, sucks. I thought Portland is now a half a game out of the playoffs, one and a half ahead of the Los Angeles Lakers. But even even Portland's out of the playoffs. And they have that much talent. There's just been so many injuries. But yeah, I just. I, I guess with, with the talent that the Lakers have, if I had to make a comment here, I would say the Lakers have a better shot making the playoffs than the Blazers. Do you correct? Yeah, I mean, you got to have to. I mean, look how many trades they went through. All right, all right, folks. Let's go to. Are we talking about the, the Clippers? Yeah, we're talking. We got to talk about the Clippers and the Canes. Westbrook. That's Friday night's game, by the way. So tomorrow. So that game, Mr. Westbrook is going to have to pull in his two cents and a half just to prove to the whole world that he's not a sham anymore. I mean, all right. First of all, I think Danny Ainge and the head coach of Utah effed up because you need a veteran on your team. And Westbrook is that veteran. And when he was clashing with, with LeBron, they're two type of people that need the ball in their hands. And it did not work out. If LeBron was more like Magic Johnson, this is well, why Danny Ainge was stupid enough to get rid of Donovan Mitchell. First of all, let's yeah, say that so Mitchell true. is a stud. Yeah, and and, and and now he's in Cleveland, right? Right. Look See, at that team. I mean, that's so so. I mean, that in itself is dumb. Look, if Danny Ainge is that stupid and trading all his prime players just to save a buck in wherever the hell he wants to be the CEO of whatever business he wants, let him do that. But I'm telling you. If Westbrook wins a championship with the Clippers, he can laugh in everyone's face and say, you sold me short, F you. And I don't really think he's got anything against LeBron because it's really not LeBron's idea to trade somebody or not. I think comparable, comparable to Michael Jordan to LeBron, I would rather be LeBron's teammate than Michael Jordan because I would not want to get punched in the face for... Because Jordan is an asshole, I would admit yeah. that. So, with LeBron... But at least he played every single game. Yeah. <laughs> and even when he had the flu and sick and all that stuff, he's not sitting there with, you know, I can walk and I can make it to the court and I can do shoot-around, but then I won't play and sit on a bench and see kids cry, for God's sakes. And he's not a flopper. I mean, I've never seen... I mean, I think, I think for a quick second, I think Ric Flair should call LeBron James, hey, man, I got a career for you. You can be... One of the main events of the WWE's SummerSlam in Detroit. So, like you were talking about Monday, woo! See, so we we could put. We should. I would. I would like to see Ric Flair as an agent for the NBA players who are retiring that want to do the flopping because they already know how to do some of the moves. But you brought it up right there about Russell Westbrook going to the Clippers. First of all, we all know that the Clippers are. Baby brother to yeah. the Lakers. The Lakers oh, yeah. have so many championships. The Bulls have championships. The Celtics have championships. The like the Clippers don't have nothing. Don't have a single one. And I actually like their GM. He's a you know, I mean, it looks like he's trying to get it. And I don't know how you can't have one in the in seventy five years. I, I I don't know. Detroit Lions don't have a championship and they've been around. They for, just suck. But forever. Yeah. But hey, the, this talent on this Clippers team, if Russell Westbrook finally gets him over the hump, because obviously you still have Paul George and you still have Leonard, Kylie Leonard and you've got all those different trades with Eric Gordon and um the guy from the 
Nuggets, Bilasing. I think the only thing that I got to say about the Clippers is their weak, their weak moment is a center. I mean, Avaka Zubak and Mason Plumby. That's Plumby is that's a little weak. I mean, Plumby is not even supposed to be NBA. I think because he's a smart player on the court and can give up the ball and pass it, and maybe he gets some important rebounds where the other, where the other his teammates are kind of lazy about it. Maybe that's why you have Plumby up there. But I know when Plumby was in Detroit, he sucked. He well, and he was sucked. worse in Charlotte. He shot like thirty six percent from the free throw line. Oh yeah, it was just I don't. I mean, like Plumby, I think you should just retire and just understand that you came from what North Carolina, Duke. Duke. He had a twin brother. So you should just go get yourself that master's degree in uh, financial bullshit, <laughs> and then you'd be fine. Okay, because financially bullshit means like no one knows what the market's doing. It's the crapshoot. All right. We'll talk about Mr. Beverly. I just saw this. Patrick Beverly. I just saw this on a, I think on Twitter, and how the reason why he decided to go to the Bulls. The reason why he decided to go to the Bulls is because he thinks it's going to be easier to win through the playoffs than going to the West. That was, that's, that's no, dumb. That's what, you know what that tells me? You're a coward. You're weak. You're a baby. That's why LeBron James didn't want to play with you. That's why why anybody doesn't want to play with you because you try to pick the easiest road to the, the finals. And tell you the truth, the Bulls are not the Bulls. The They're Bulls not, are not good. I'm not. a diehard Chicago Bulls fan. They are absolute garbage and trash. They are out of the playoffs right now. You, they just came out today. Lonzo Ball is out for the season. Okay, then we got a 90-year-old sarcasm, of course. Goran Drakic on the freaking team. That's not going to do us any good. <laughs> Alex Caruso, God, he was washed up after we uh, traded him from the Lakers. Javante Green is average. You never know what – I like DeRozan, and I lo- yeah, but, but you never know what DeRozan's going to do. He's not injured right now, but they got they – got, six players that are day, are four players day-to-day. Javante Green is out for a decent amount with the knee, and Lonzo Ball is out. And Beverly is old, and I don't know if they're even going to make the playoffs. And the East is really not that easy because the Celtics, the Bucks, the Sixers, and the yeah. Cavs are obviously all at the top, right? I think it's almost, but, I think it's almost better, worse. Yeah, because I'm going to tell you right now. I, I would rather – okay. A Miami Heat team that's a seven seed is better than the Pelicans, seven seed. A Miami Heat team is better than the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah. It's probably a push on the ninth seed Golden State Warriors, and God knows they're better than the Oklahoma City Thunder. So – the Wizards are just the Wizards. And the Raptors, I don't know what's going on They're just there. A Canadian team. But God bless Canada. If the Knicks can make three pointers, I would still say they're better than at least I mean, the Knicks are better than the Pelicans, the Knicks are better than the T Wolves, the Knicks are better than the Oakland City. The Knicks are probably better than the Kings. So uh Beverly's probably wrong. Yeah, I think Beverly's trying to make it sound like he's uh, smarter than he really is. And he's going to a Bulls team that's two games out of the playoffs in the, in the East, and you might not even make the playoffs. Yeah. So I you just, better just retire. And I, Yeah, I just think that team – I just think that team's not 
So the last thing in the, before we hit the Pistons, we got the San Antonio Spurs. We know Popovich is a great coach. He's, got he's like old. He was older than Coach K. He's got to be almost going eighty years old. The Spurs have lost fourteen straight, and it ain't gonna get any better. Yeah, I think it's probably time for Mister Coach Popovich to leave. I think there's not an easy way for a coach like that to exit. I think it's really difficult. I think he got screwed with Kyrie Leonard because I think he was there at the time with Tony Parker, and Tony Parker created a lot of mess and made Kyrie Leonard want to leave. I think they had the pieces together if Kyrie Leonard was going to still play with San Antonio. But, you know, I don't know how coaches go through that period of knowing that, you know, your time has passed you by, and it's really time for you to leave. And unfortunately, as a great coach he is, how do you how do you address that? How do you tell a guy that it's over without exiting him? It's kind of like talking. It's kind of like talking. I'm going to say something a little bit about baseball. It's like talking about Detroit Tigers and Cabrera. People should have already signed his contract and said, "Thank you for your service." Uh, last year was going to be last year. Now this 2023 season is going to be last year. I think it becomes a lingering moment of like, okay, we're doing this again, and we got to let you go. And we got, okay, one more year. Okay, okay. When is it going to stop? I don't think San Antonio cares about being irrelevant right now. I mean, you're going to keep a coach that's 78 years old, and I like Popovich, but it's he's got to go. So let's talk about Pistons real quick. Pistons, and I think – Sean has news about Detroit Pistons coaching. So, basically, I mean, the Pistons have been struggling. Cade hasn't played even, what, 30 games in either season. Um, I like the kid. I think Ivory's going to be better. Uh, Casey's probably gone after this year. They're young talent. Um, I know the owner. It's not all Casey's fault because the owner is not the best, and he's just making trades, and I don't know. But. Breaking news, uh, finally the Iki Udaka, U-D-O-K-A, the former Celtics coach that had that issue with a female employee that he was having a affair with or touching or whatever. Look, I think if it's a a legit relationship, a consensual relationship between two people. Shouldn't be in trouble. It shouldn't be a problem because most places – you go and meet someone that you're just going to meet someone that you want to date. You're there. You're you're there in the same building. You're going bumping into each other. Chemistry. You can't fake chemistry. And if they had good chemistry, and for some reason they had to sign a waiver or a contract said you can't date anyone in the organization, I think it's a little BS. I think he would be a good coach. Um, I didn't know if – I mean, yeah, Casey was pretty decent in Toronto, but I don't think – I mean, I think he would be a good coach, and let's look, that's up in the air. Look, so. I know – I think – I know he would be a good coach, Mr. Adoki, Adoka. I really do because – you know why? Because he's coaching the NBA the way that the NBA is being played, and that's why he took Boston to the finals. And that's why if he gets a job, I don't even care where he goes. But I think he really, really is looking at, I mean, for him, he's got a young team with a lot of no, 
major uh, egos going on, a lot of young influence on him. A lot of those Ivy and Cade, when he comes back, hopefully he comes back without any more injuries. And then the other Kentucky rookie, forget his name. But if you put that team together with that type of coach, they can make a run for the playoffs in 2024. I really do. Pistons have decent talent. Now, do I think that he could also – I think he could also go to the Phoenix Suns if – if that coaching isn't working with him. But he's already won coach of the year twice. Can you really fire a coach as coach of the year twice? And But I guess if with Kevin Durant. Um, ego. Ego, it'd be tough. But you have been, Kevin Durant is going to be there for a couple of years. Can you really fire the guy? You got to give him at least one year under, under with a full year of Durant, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, of, of but course. he would already probably be with the Pistons because Casey's gone after this year. Yeah, I mean, Casey. So just, yeah, Casey. Thursday night we got college basketball. Um, Andre, talk, first let's, game. Let's talk about the bubble games right now. We got Penn State, Ohio State. Ohio State is not re- not good. Irrelevant, absolute trash. So Penn State should make a walk in the park. Uh, maybe set their starters by halftime. No, I would say by five minutes left in the game. If they're up by twenty by five minutes left in the game, they're. I mean, if I was going to take the over under, be careful with that game because if they take a humongous lead with about fifteen minutes left to go in the game, they're probably going to set their starters. And then if you go over 140, 150, you're not going to get to that. And point. Penn State is 16 and 11. Yes, this is in Columbus. And I don't think that's going to be taken into consideration. Penn State has to win this game. They need this victory. They got to because, of, I mean, they're in the same situation. We're in the same situation where I'm a Michigan fan. And yep. We're Rutgers. And we're in the same situation where Michigan basically needs a win out. There's no question about it. I think if they even lose one more game, they may be in the NIT. So Michigan is 15 and 12, right? And they're on the road tonight uh, at 8.30 p.m. It's at Rutgers. Rutgers is Rutgers could technically lose this game because they would be 17 and 11. I think Rutgers gets in at 19 and 11. Michigan needs this game more than Rutgers does. Well, yeah, and Michigan is on the road, and, you know, Michigan is an off and on. I don't know. Michigan on the road is better than Michigan State. It's that, true. That it's I true. Michigan I, State can't play on the road. That's the only thing I can compare it to, but I, I just sometimes think that sometimes – Michigan has a really tough schedule too. At Rutgers, home against Wisconsin, at Illinois, and at Indiana. Like, that is tough. Well, the Wisconsin game should be – so that puts you at 16 and 12. If you beat Rutgers, you're 17 and 12. And even if you lose to Illinois and Indiana, let's just say you did, you were 17 and 14. If you win two in the conference tournament, yeah. you're in. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I really do think so. And then, of course, we got to touch base on Northwestern and versus Illinois. Northwestern, we have to talk about them because I think they're seated. They're, they're officially ranked yeah, they're in the top 25, and that has not happened in uh, uh, ever, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so, I mean. Let's, Maybe once, but I forever. Mean, let's give the coach a lot of credit. We, I really, we've said this multiple times. Mm-hmm. Collins is a stud. Collins, Doug Collins' son. They know what they're doing. They know how to motiv- motivate their players. Let's go Northwestern. Let's do it. Let's go. 
And I said this on Monday, just think if, if they're actually 21 in one poll and 22 in another poll, and if they had that young kid and had the other kid from North Carolina, they would probably be in the top five. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I totally agree with that. And I totally. All right, let's talk about the Friday games. I think Mich- – no, is it Michigan State versus Iowa when they're playing? We'll, uh, we'll talk about Saturday games. Saturday, yeah, that's Saturday games. Let's talk about Saturday games. Let's just pop into Michigan State versus Iowa. Both teams are bubble teams. Michigan State is at home. No, we're on the road. Road game. Are you serious? We don't play well. Yeah, Michigan State is um, going to have to say a lot of prayers. I think I – Especially think, if Iowa hits threes, we're screwed. Yeah, I, I well, yeah, I just – I don't know about Michigan State. I just think this this team is this team. They just play like they're really unexperienced. There's too much talent on that team. They just play way too unexperienced. I just but they shouldn't be, buddy. They should not be unexperienced. They got seniors left and right. I love my team, but they are in it. I'm agreeing with you 100. percent They are, and we can't and we can't pull the car. Uh, we can't pull the card about the shooting last week because we were already average on the road. And I'm, I'm not, uh, and yeah. God bless Michigan state and sending prayers because I'm all decked out in green and white and I love them to death and I have a tattoo and all of that stuff. But not on Michigan, not on Michigan state is, you know, either going to either 17 and 10 or 16 and 11. Um, and yeah. Iowa, Iowa is, Iowa, you know, Iowa plays good when they hit threes. Iowa plays like crap when they don't hit threes. So let's pray to God that Iowa decides to take the night off. On the, the good thing is, even if we lose to Iowa, and that puts us at, you know, 17 and, 17 and 12, we got Nebraska and Ohio State left. So that's 19 and 12 before the conference tournament. And even if we lost in the first round, we'd be 19-13, we'd be in the dance. Nebraska's playing tough, though. You are right. They did beat Wisconsin. They, and that's a home game at 9 o'clock under the lights. Good yeah, point. That is a, that's going to be a tough game. I mean, that sh- game shouldn't be tough, but Nebraska, that uh, that Asian player. Jap or Asian, one of the two. The Asian player. Yeah. I mean, he's a good ball player. He, I, mean, he's lit, I mean, he's on fire. He's on fire. And Other I mean, games on Saturday? Of course, we have the in-state games of Clemson and North Carolina State. The Wolfpack, yeah, that coming off a huge rival win last week against North Carolina, and how excited are they? Because if North Carolina does, I mean, that's a key loss for them. North Carolina was in the NCAA championship, and they might not even make the dance. No, because they're playing North. Because North Carolina is playing against Virginia. North Carolina. So first of all, I think NC State wins the game because I think it's a home game, right? Yeah. But that was a perfect. in in cup to North Carolina, Virginia, uh, it's at home against Virginia. If if North Carolina doesn't win this game, uh, they might be screwed because they still have Duke at the end of the season. And I don't even think they would even want to go to the NIT. Could you, could you, when was the last time North Carolina was in an NIT tournament? I what would. I I think uh, honestly, as a University of North Carolina, and the way that they were ranked this year, I think technically they would probably turn turn the NIT down. Yeah. I don't think they would go. I mean, I know that sounds dickish. Yeah. But I think they would turn it down. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. That that is kind of dickish, but it's true. It is. It is true. And North Carolina, they have Virginia, Florida State, and Duke. Like they could lose two of the next three, 
and that would put them at seventeen and thirteen. Yeah, it's a mm. bubble. That be okay. That be a game. Could that record could be really instrumental if Michigan wins or, out or Michigan State have the same type of record because they they probably would only let one of the three yep. teams in, and based on who has the toughest strength schedule. Strength, they would let that team go through. And well, the key State, thing is those three teams, yeah. like I just said, if they lose, they're going to be playing on Tuesday. Yeah, Like North Carolina will not get a bye. They will be playing on Tuesday. Yeah. If Michigan State loses two, the net, two out of four or two out of three, yeah. they'll be playing Tuesday just to be able to in yeah, that kind of play-in game of the 68. And the same thing with Michigan. They might be in that playing game, too. Well, yeah, I, I, but I, I know we still got to talk about conference tournaments. If they win the conference tournaments and make a huge run, it's a different story. But if they lose in the first or second round of the conference tournament, they're playing in the playing game on Tuesday. Yeah, I, I, man, I can't imagine all these three teams not in the tournament. Is that being possible? We, it could be could true, be though. Possible? It might not be all three. We might only get one. Yeah, we could, if, if two happens, it might even be a miracle. One of them's not going to make it. But you said, but this is what you think, though. You think they won't let Michigan State not in the tournament because of the streak of uh, Izzo. So that'd be something to even talk about because that could be the first time in Izzo's career. In the 27, 28 years. They might, take, they might take Izzo over North Carolina if they have the same record. Just because of the coaching status. Yep. yep. Simply because of the coaching status. Yes. Yes. All right. One more game on Saturday we're going to talk about. Syracuse against Pittsburgh. Mr. B. Uh, Behind. This might be his last season. Season? I mean, they keep. I haven't heard much about it when I see them on TV on ESPN or Fox Sports or whatever, who's ever broadcasting Syracuse. But I just don't see this as actually being his last year. I think. He I already think, put his boys through the school, though. I mean, does he have anything else to prove? No, but I think he'll let them know and let the school know it to have his last exit, like Coach. And you all know who you know where his Coach one of his kids is. I know up there in Detroit in the G, in the G League for the Pistons. You could see Beheim, uh in uh, Detroit next year. You could see uh, Hall of Fame coach coming to Pistons games in a year or two. You think he go to the NBA? Oh, you, oh, he's under the Pistons. He's in the G League. Yeah, I'm not yeah. talking about the head coach. I'm talking about his son. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I would think maybe maybe he'll coach him in the G League. Uh, he's eighty years old almost. Well, so no. Yeah, I mean, so some guys. I mean, if they quit working, they die in two years. So maybe this is Beeline's way of saying I'm going to live forever. We have to add one more game that I almost missed. It's Baylor versus Texas. Oh, two yeah. o'clock game. Oh yeah. Good. It's number eight versus number nine in the country. Uh, uh, this is a pick'em. This is, is, you know, they're both fighting for a one or two seed. Uh, yeah. Texas is 10-4 and four in the conference, and Baylor is 9-5. and five. I think Kansas is actually ahead of everybody in the division, but that's fighting for possibly a one or two seed in the dance. I don't know who to call in that game. Yeah, don't. Yeah, I would stay away, I'd from, stay away from that game. I think, you know, what I would do, though, I would go the over-under, though. Uh, good call. So I would stay away from who's going to win that game. I would go with the over under, and maybe if you risky enough, you go to a certain point. I actually, I actually just lied. This is the last college game of the day on Saturday: Gonzaga versus St. Mary's night game. 
It's a rematch. They got that great freshman. Uh, they won at home 78-70. Does Gonzaga pay them back? Yeah, it's a home game, and they're not going to lose that game. I mean, for some reason, St. Mary's plays them real well. They do. Of all the teams that St. Mary's shows up, it's – I think they split almost every year. They do, and it's amazing. I mean, I just, I mean, it doesn't matter how talented or how loaded Gonzaga is. They're just like, ah, who cares? We're going to beat you. We're and St. Mary's actually is leading the division at thirteen and one, and Gonzaga is twelve and two. Yeah. So there could be a. That would be interesting. Who would get the one seed in the conference if this game happens? If if Gonzaga wins, I don't know who would. Be. It's going to be fun. That game, if you can stay up late on the East Coast. 10 p.m. Stay up to watch the game. You're going to get a lot of feedback based on what a tournament. That freshman so, is a stud. I'm going to tell you, folks, if you want to be in into your March Madness pool or anything on any uh, gambling slide like FanDuel or, or BetGM and all that, yes, do that. Watch that game. Kentucky, last we only got about five minutes left here, so. Less than five minutes. Auburn at Kentucky. Now, to be honest with you, why are we talking about this game? Because two Hall of Fame coaches, Calipari mm-hmm. and Pearl. 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 So Pearl, all right. Maybe Pearl's not. I know Calipari is. But Calipari, you know what? This is maybe his way of saying that his end of the road is coming close because he can't. You know what he can't do no more? He can't get players to play one year and done and come to join his team. All these other schools are figuring out the the algorithm of bringing in the one-year players and playing there and then going to the NBA. Where 20 years ago, 10 years ago, Capri and North Carolina, they were the teams that they had players come in for one or two years and just go to the NBA. He doesn't have that luxury no more because everyone's doing that now. And now the transfer pool is so big and so elusive, you can't keep the players on your team. This game is only relevant because to, to seeding. Let's yeah. just put it that way. I think Auburn is a lock in the tournament. They're 18-9. and nine. I think Kentucky now, after beating Tennessee last weekend, for the second time, by the way, they beat Tennessee twice, not just once. They beat them in Tennessee, and they beat them at home. They are a lock in the tournament. Uh, Both are 18 and 9. The loss doesn't matter to either team. No, I just just think this is, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if if Coach Capelli will very well retire in five years. I think think the times are changing. The players are not coming to him for the NBA hope dream. They're going to every other team. This could be, it may be the same thing with Izzo. It may be the same thing with Beeline. Their generation of players are now leaving. They're not, they're just not showing up to their, to their teams no more. They're just going somewhere else. They got, you got Texas Tech and you got all these like St. Mary's and Gonzaga still plays relatively real well. And it's just, maybe it's this, this is the new generation when they're going to have new coaches come in and start a new system. But you know what, folks? I'd like to thank my buddy, Sean, for showing up. Always good to be here. And uh, again, well, my podcast is really about talking about everything. But since we're always, Sean and I are always a big 
sports guys and sports fans and sports stuff. We're going to talk about sports as much as possible. Uh, if you please listen to the Crazy Dre podcast show, either on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And I know Buzzsprout has other uh, sources of podcast distribution stuff out there. Uh, I'm not going to name, name them all. Uh, send me an email at crazydrepodcastshow.com. Uh, if you have any questions, statements, uh, if you disagree with anything that we say, let us know. We'll try to respond. Uh, thanks. Peace. The Crazy Dre Podcast Show. We're out.